All right, Justin, Pseudo Scout, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be here. For our listeners, uh, they may not know this, but we are actually recording remotely tonight. And many people may think it's because the coronavirus. <laughs> you know, they say, wow, you sound like you're in the same room. But no, Justin lives in Arizona, of course. Yeah, I mean, you're down there with the, with the prospects. Of course you live in Arizona. They're in the backyard, yes. <laughs> They're in the backyard. Hopefully not tied up in the backyard. They're just <laughs> talking about the ballpark. It's in the basement in the closet. Oh, geez, there you go. Uh, and I'm up in the Pacific Northwest, but we, we are a little bummed out about uh, baseball suspending the season, delaying the season. Uh, you know, Justin and I talked about it and said, you know what? It doesn't matter. Baseball will come back. We still have information that you want to have to win your league. So we're going to do it. So are you ready to do this, Justin? Yes. I'm, I'm going to start off and we're going to use the same format we used before. Who's the top contributor? So we're looking at over the next 10 years in your dynasty league for these four categories, who, who are you going to go after? And my top contributor is Luis Robert. And you're going to look at me funny, or you're going to look at your whatever you're listening to this on and say, well, didn't you just tell me, Tim, that he was going to be a bust? <laughs> I did. However, that was for redraft. Now, if you think about this, um, you know, a redraft, we're really talking about one year. But man, oh, man, if you invest in Luis Robert now and you are patient, you will be rewarded handsomely. He just, he just needs to figure things out. He needs to understand how to hit that off-speed stuff. And he's going to have the opportunity to learn in the major leagues. And, you know, he struggled a bit in the minors. He had some injury issues. But boy, when he figured it out, he went bonkers. And I think over time, so if we're talking four years, six years, 10 years, this is a name that we're going to be talking about over and over and over again, Luis Robert. So that's my top contributor for your dynasty league. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, in fact, uh, my top contributor, um, it's on the same team. I'm going with uh, number three overall pick in last year's draft uh, with the White Sox, first baseman Andrew Vaughn. Uh, he's got some easy power. Uh, looks like he's barely swinging the pat, and the uh, the ball's jumping right off of it. Uh, he also has an excellent hit tool, which is something that uh, I'm I'm very partial to, even over the easy power that he has. You know, he, he won the Golden Spikes Award uh, out of Cal his sophomore year. I actually thought he was going to be the first college player ever to win it twice. But a uh, big reason why I think that uh, Vaughn's going to be the top contributor is because he is truly in a tier of his own when it comes to first base prospects. Wow. I mean, he's so far ahead of anybody else that's in the minors and, and plays that same position to where, you know, it's as if Vaughn is in tier one and then it just skips down to tier three or four. <laughs> it, it's like that. You know, there's a lot of talk about uh, Spencer Torkelson coming out of ASU and in this upcoming draft, but I would seriously take Andrew Vaughn over him and uh, I tell you, unless someone else comes out of nowhere and has a meteoric rise, there is not anything else in the pipeline. You're going to want to aggressively draft him in Dynasty because uh, you know White Sox know what they're doing with the uh, first baseman. You know, I mean, they had uh, Paul Canerco for a very long time over there. Mm -hmm. Jose Abreu's a stud. Uh, I actually think that Andrew Vaughn's going to be the next guy. Wow, so we, we kind of made all our Windy City fans feel kind of sad uh, on our redraft episode. Now we're saying, but but wait, 
the White Sox know what they're building up there. And boy, I wish I was a White Sox fan now. That team looks awesome. Yeah, the future looks very, very bright for the Southsiders. Good for them. Good for them. That's right. So now let's move over to the value picks. So this is a this is a player that you're going to get, you can pay good money for, but you know you're going to get good quality results out of it. So it's a, it's a good value. It's it's going to be a more a, a safer bet, if you will. Justin, who do you have for your value pick? You know, I think that you're able to uh, get Tyler Stevenson, the uh, catcher with Cincinnati, really late. Um, He's got uh, some good average tools across the board. And the minors, uh, he's consistently had a low strikeout rate and a high walk rate. Uh, He's got a little bit of pop. I think that he's going to give you about a dozen home runs or so. He's going to hit around 260. You know, I mean, that's not a whole lot different than modern day Buster Posey. You know, I mean, I think even in redraft leagues, um, I would be taking Tyler Stevenson over Posey, who's averaging 270 and six home runs over the past two seasons. I think Stevenson could exceed that. Um, I think that uh, their current uh, backstop, Tucker Barnhart, who only batted 231 last year, he's not much of a challenge for uh, Stevenson to overtake this year. You know, and so hitting with uh, Vado, Moose, Suarez, Castellanos. He's not one of the high catchers on, um, you know, in uh, prospect boards, but I, that's right. why I'm putting him in is the value pick. I, I think he's, I think he's going to give you something. That's a fantastic pick, and I just uh, made sure I wrote down a star next to his name. So now that you're now the pseudo scout <laughs> has said, check him out. So that's really good. That's right. Uh, and uh, I, it's a good thing I started out saying that we live several states apart because my value pick is also a, a catcher. And I picked Adley Rutschman of the Baltimore Orioles. Now, this is a switch hitting catcher with identical lofty swings from both sides of the plate. This is really what the fantasy gods envisioned for the rarest of all creatures, an offensive catcher, right? Now, many will say, well, Tim, what about Joey Bart? And, and in fact, I, I really kind of thought, well, maybe Joey Bart will, will give you the value back that you have to pay for Joey Bart. And, and he's really good. But this really isn't about Joey Bart, or, well, <laughs> I guess maybe, maybe it is, because all I hear is about is Joey Bart. Really, he, he's, he could be something special, Joey Bart, and probably will be, but he's not going to be as special as Adley. And when you have an opportunity to get a guy that can do it all offensively, I mean, he plays in the American League, he's going to be playing in a tiny ballpark, he'll get the opportunity soon. Even if it's not this year, it's definitely going to be the year after. And if you can lock down a catcher position and it's going to work for you for the next seven to 10 years, then you definitely want to do that. And so I pick Adley Rutschman as my value pick. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, he, he's got a bright future with him. Big catcher. Uh, you touched on him playing in the AL. So, you know, hopefully that will prolong his career. Uh, allowing him to uh, DH every now and then, mm-hmm. maybe later on in uh, his career, depending on how things go, throw him out there at first. He's actually the one that took uh, the Golden Spikes Award from uh, Andrew Vaughn last year, and um, that was for a reason. Adley Rushman, he, he looks like the uh, total package, the, uh, the the mower with power that everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> the mower with power. What you last year was uh, hashtag play badly for Adley, right? That was that's your... <laughs> right. That was the one. Play badly for Adley. Play badly, and the Orioles definitely lived up to that one. Yeah, they did. Now I'm moving over to my bust, and my bust is not one player. It is almost all of the top 50 prospects in any list you're looking mm. at right now. I mean, 
prospects will break your heart. They say that that gamblers are addicted to that moment right before they lose. And I swear that you and I, Justin, are addicted to the same exact feeling with prospects. I mean, if you love fantasy baseball, you know it's true. You know it deep down in your soul that most of these guys won't even be in the majors in five years. Some will be platoon players and some will be utility players. And it's what makes prospecting so damn fun and so damn hard. I mean, if we took, let's take a look at the prospects from 2010. So the number one ranked prospect in 2010 in most lists was Jason Hayward. Oh, ouch. Uh, yeah. Yep. Steven Strasburg, who's turned into a very, very good picture, uh, was number two. Giancarlo Stanton. All right. Some really good years there. Buster Posey, <laughs> Brian Mattis, Desmond Jennings, <laughs> Neftali Feliz, Pedro Alvarez, and Justin Friggin Smoke. So there's some good ball players on this list, right? It talked about Stanton and Posey, uh, Strasburg. And when any of those players are healthy, they definitely gave you some really great seasons. When healthy, yes. But what has Justin Smoke done for any of us over the last decade? He had one season. That's it. Yeah. I think that we have to remember, you know, listening to us, understanding how we break down the players is so important because a lot of publications out there, you'll start to see the same scouting reports on a lot of these things. And you just have to go deeper and you have to dig deeper and you have to understand what the underlying skill set is. I think we knew that Stanton had the power. And when we started to see him put it together with bat to ball, we said, that's a guy that is going to be good. But Justin Smoke was just a power hitter who looked like a baseball player. So uh, that's my bust, Justin, is essentially almost everyone on the list. Yeah, unfortunately, you're right. Um, I kind of got a thing, uh, you know, with a prospect, two, two thirds are going to, they're going to break your heart. You're correct. Well, I know. I can see your broken heart right now. I, I, I see it. I've gotten a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> So uh, my my bust, um, I'm actually going with Bobby Witt, uh, mm. second overall pick last year by the Kansas City Royals. So, gosh, I mean, this kid here is there was so much talk about uh, you know Trevor Story comps and how freakishly athletic this kid is, a true shortstop, massive offensive potential. So this kid goes to the Arizona Rookie League. All right, where he's meeting his uh, 17-year-old teammates who are fresh off the airplane from Venezuela and the Dominican, and he hits a robust 262 <laughs> with a 670 OPS. All right, so this is going to be the easiest league he plays in. This is the guy that the Royals pick second overall. And he's hitting a 670 OPS. That's not good at all. Uh, he didn't walk very much. Uh, strikeout rate was a little high for me. I'm really concerned about the bat. I think that uh, him having the second overall pick uh, pedigree and um, a lot of hype, uh, you know, com- coming fresh off of uh, last year's draft, I-, I wouldn't touch it. So you're not a believer in Major League Baseball bloodlines? Uh, apparently not. Um, you know, although his dad had a nice 17 season career. So, uh, you know, but I, I am willing to bet that his dad, uh, ends up having the better big league career than it, than the son. <laughs> okay. So, uh, all right. So that was your bust. So, uh, sorry about that Wit junior. Uh, but who's your sleeper? Who, 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 who is everybody sleeping on? Or maybe doesn't really understand that, that this, this player is going to be as good as you know, that player is going to be. You know, I was very high on uh, Vidal Bruhan 
you know, I was very excited to uh, get to see him play in the Arizona Fall League last last year. He was the best player that I saw. Wow. This kid is a freak athlete. Um, he's got more power than he gets credit for. He plays very hard. I mean, I, I, I love his all-around uh, skill set. Man, I tell you what, I, I, looking at his stats, watching him play, I think you could look at a uh, 300 average, 10 home runs, 45 stolen bases. Him wow. being short, compact, he's built like a rock. I, I seriously compare him to uh, Tim Raines. Wow. That's who he reminds me of. Short, built like a rock. Mark it down, Vidal Brujan. I don't know where he's going to play. I watched him play uh, shortstop. He made some excellent defensive moves over there. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't know if it's going to be there, if it's going to be second base or center field. Obviously, you want him to play in the dirt. But uh, Vidal Brujan, uh, I think a lot of people might be a little sour on him because he's not like a 30 home run threat. But damn, this kid's a baller. I, I dig him. That's awesome. It's I love to hear you say that. And uh I, I love when you play in the dirt too, buddy. That's uh this is fun playing in the dirt with you talking about prospects. So my sleeper, th- th- this kid, this child, this seventeen year old has been comp to Mike Trout and Bo Jackson and Mickey Mantle. And you know, Justin, do you know what this kid's minor league stats are? No, you can't because he has none. This teenager is nicknamed the Martian because of his otherworldly skills. This He's 17, and he's nicknamed the Martian because of his otherworldly skills. <laughs> My sleeper is Jason Dominguez. The New York Yankees picked this kid up when he was, uh, I don't know if he had his driver's license at this point, but this is a player to dream on. I mean, the, the variability is so wide right now. That's why I have him as a sleeper. The Yankees have him. If you don't have him in your league, there's someone who will very soon. You need to make sure it's you. If nothing else, it's like uh, it's like instead of getting one lottery ticket, you got a thousand lottery tickets. There's still a small chance that he hits, but boy, there's probably a little better chance that he did. And I can't remember a player that has been comped to Mike Trout, Bo Jackson, and Mickey Mantle. And if you look at him, he doesn't look 17. He looks like 22. So I don't even know what's going to happen when he gets man strong. So. Uh, Jason Dominguez, you may not know, he spells his name J-A-S-S-O-N if you're searching for him. Get him now, be the stud of your league, own him before anybody else does. Yeah, you're right. It's been a little while since uh, I've heard this much hype around uh, international signee that was this young. Ioannis uh, Cespedes had a lot of hype um, coming out of Cuba before Oakland signed him. But mm-hmm. um, man, this this kid for being as young as he is, uh, you, you're absolutely right. There, there's so much talk on him, and uh, from what I'm hearing, scouts are raving over what uh, the quality that he has. Beautiful. Well, this has been fun. Uh, I'm glad that you're doing well and you're doing safe. And uh, you know, I know a lot of other stuff was being suspended, but I'm glad we didn't suspend this, and we're continuing to give the knowledge to our fans, Justin. So. You have yourself a good night. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's do this again. Maybe we can look at some other things in the minor leagues uh, as we wait for the season to start. What do you think? That's right. So a lot of fun to be had. Have yourself a good night. All right. Thank you.